Good evening, friends. Welcome to the Front Porch. Pastor Chris here with you, and it is great to be with you here as we begin a uh, another week uh, together in our spiritual journey, our walk of faith, our walk with Christ. I hope that uh, you had a uh, just a very blessed and, and joyous weekend, or at the very least, a, a weekend of peace and maybe even some rest. Uh, although I know for some folks I talked to uh, over the weekend, it was anything but rest. It was a lot of chaos. But irregardless, I uh, I hope and my prayer is that over the past couple of days, you've, you've had an opportunity to just find a moment in your weekend or in your day and, and just be in the presence of Christ. Be, be at the foot of the cross and, and just whether it was in meditation, whether it was in study of scripture, whether it was in a worship service on a Sunday morning or Saturday evening or maybe even Sunday evening, whatever it might have been. It, uh, you've just been able to, to journey with Jesus. It's so important in our, in our walks, this, this life, to, to have that ability to just just find time to be with Christ. And I hope for the past couple of days that's, that's where you found. And so it's good to have you uh, with me here tonight, Ann and Dave. Uh, Hope you uh, both are, are doing well and staying safe as well. And tonight I want to uh, kind of talk about a question I think all of us have. the uh, Maybe we've journeyed through it, but all of us have the opportunity to experience it at some point in our lives, and that's spiritual exhaustion. Um, we all get tired from time to time. We all get worn out. We, we need a break, whether it's a vacation or a day off or whatever it might be. Even when we take those day offs, it seems like there's always things that need to get done that have piled up because of other obligations, other responsibilities. And it's this tiredness that exists in our lives that, that I mean, I tell you, it, it just sometimes just takes away everything, doesn't it? And, and so I want to touch on that tonight, maybe even over the next couple of days, see where the good Lord leads me, but... Um, but you know, have you have you ever just wondered about the weariness? Um, you think about a journey, any journey for that matter, and and over time there comes a point when it just becomes exhausting. You've gone through the routines, you've done the steps, you've done whatever it might be, and you're still not reaching the end goal. You're not reaching that 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 destination that you've set out for. And it just seems like it's dragging on, like you can't, you can't get there. Um, and so it, it, it this, this weight begins to creep into your life. And, and, it, and at some point, and I'll be honest, at some point it becomes too heavy uh, to even carry. Spiritual, though, weariness or spiritual fatigue or, or exhaustion uh, exists for all of us, even as we follow Christ. Because you think about it, you know, you're in a constant battle with evil in this life. And and at some point, you just want to know. You just want to believe and, and be like, I'm going to be like Christ now. And I don't have to worry about all this tug and this pull and everything else that goes with it. I'm just, it's just all going to be good. And, you know, Problem is that that I, and this is just one one person's view. I think that that spiritual exhaustion happens for all of us because we 
we don't take time to do several things. Uh, the first that I'm going to share with you tonight is, is rest. Uh, we don't take enough time to, to spiritually rest. If you turn to the Gospels, in the Gospel of Luke, there's a, there's a passage in the 10th chapter in which Jesus visits Martha and Mary. And most of you may know this verses, but, but if you don't, it starts in verse 38. It says this, And now as they went on their way, he, this is Jesus, entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. I mean, imagine Jesus shows up in your house. What are you going to do? And, and imagine he shows up somewhat unannounced. Now, you know Jesus is in the village. You don't necessarily know that uh, uh, he's going to come to your house, but, but as you see him approaching, you go out and greet him, welcoming him in, not just to the village, but to your, to your part of the town. And you say, why don't you come in, sit for a while? Now, part of your doing that is out of hospitality. Jesus, it's good to see you. Would you come sit for a while? Thinking the man must be very busy. He's off doing all sorts of miracles around the, around the countryside, and, and certainly he won't stop. But, but if you don't offer him a seat, that would be a rude host. It would be very rude to, to see Jesus walking by and then just wave and not invite him to stop for, for a cup of coffee or lemonade. But here Martha does this. She invites him in. And, and one of the things we read in this text is that he welcomes, he, he, sorry, Martha welcomes Jesus into her home. And as she does, she's now set herself into a motion. She's going to be the good host. And so if she's going to be the good host, she must prepare a light snack or light meal, maybe some tea for Jesus. But yet we read of her sister who sits at his feet. Now, Mary didn't welcome her in, well, because it's not Mary's home, in the sense that it's Martha's. Yet here she, Mary, is sitting at Jesus' feet, listening to him, understanding what he's saying, or at least trying to grasp his, his message. But then we go on and verse 40 tells us that Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. Now, let's admit for a minute, someone shows up, knocks on our door. Odds are we're going to scurry around, get a few things organized, maybe offer them coffee or, or lemonade or tea or water, something to drink, maybe a, a cookie or, or some kind of light snack. We're going to do the same thing Martha does. And yet here we see... Martha running around and Mary just sitting there, not offering any help whatsoever. And Martha becomes very irritated by this. Jesus, why are you letting Mary get away with this? It should be about creating hospitality, creating an environment that is welcoming. And yet she just goes off and leaves me to do it all. And, and the truth is, for a lot of us in our spiritual journeys, that's how we live our spiritual lives. Constantly doing and going and creating and doing and going and creating. Why? Because, because we feel that's important. 
Yet here Jesus says, Martha, you're worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing, and Mary has chosen the better part. And that will not be taken away from her. What Mary has done, in addition to listening to Christ and to the message and the teachings that he's giving, is that she's paused and she's resting. She's resting and just listening and taking in Jesus. Now, how many of us do, and I mean truly do that? Now, for those of us that attend church, we have that opportunity every Sunday to rest at the feet of Christ. But yet, even so, how many truly are resting at his feet? How many are, of you are guilty of being in the presence of Christ, but yet at the same time, thinking about your grocery lists, about the tasks you need to do when you get home. How many of us are, are pondering the next four or five steps down the road instead of just being there in the presence of Christ, ignoring the whole world, just resting, just literally just resting in his arms? We create these elaborate worship services and they're beautiful. But you know, sometimes it's the simplest of services that can be the most powerful. Because it allows for anyone that attends, anyone that's present, to just rest. Just take a deep breath. It's hard enough, busy enough in life to, to get through. But here, Martha and Mary demonstrate many things in this little passage. But the importance is, if you're feeling spiritually exhausted, tired, even. I mean, just tired from life. Then we need to pause. We need to just sit at the feet of Christ. Because here's what will end up happening. If we become too exhausted, if we're spiritually too tired, well, this is how the devil, Satan, evil gets into our lives and begins to pull us away from God. Think of it this way. Well, going to church today, it's just going to take too much energy. Too much energy to just sit and listen to Christ. It doesn't take that much energy. It really doesn't. All you have to do is just sit and be present. You can let others sing for you. You can let others do everything. You can just sit. And somebody said, well, I, Pastor, I, you know, I got to do this for the church and this for the church because if I don't do it, no one gets done. Well, then this is the Sunday it doesn't get done because this is the Sunday of rest. Just sit and be with Christ. And, and I think that that the importance is that, that it can't just be on a Sunday morning. Though, too. It, it's got to be every day. You have to take a, a bit of rest. Think about it. Gospel of Matthew, Jesus tells the disciples and those around him, he says, come to me, all who are there, labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will give, Jesus is the one that gives us rest, but we have to be willing to sit in his presence. Be okay. You see, there's a lot of things we do in this life there's a lot of moments that we uh, have to step out in faith and uh, 
do the different things we do. There's a lot of things in the world we do just to put food on the table and make ends meet, whatever it might be. But how many of us truly take that moment to just sit in that chair and, and open the Bible and just read the words and not try to decipher, not, not try to, to parse them out and see what they mean, but just to read the stories and listen, and just, just take it in and let the Spirit of God do all the work. The Spirit of God touch our hearts, not allow our minds to try and break it apart. I think we all need that. We all need those sometimes. Um, I, I've read that for a lot of people, the most exhausting, the most exhausting times are actually the times when people try to get away, they try to go on vacation, and they come back even more exhausted than when they started their vacation. It's because the vacations are so jam-packed with things they've got to do. And you need three or four days to recoup from that vacation. Because we're not feeding our souls. We're just getting things done to do things. And, and I, and I want to tell you, this is not an age thing. This is not a, a, a money thing. This is not a, a status thing. This is strictly sitting at the foot of the cross. Resting in his presence. And allowing him to fill us. otherwise we become so so tired that that we begin to think and, I, and I'm talking spiritually tired now but we begin to think that that loving others is impossible following Jesus is impossible um, attempting to to love others as as God would love us no we can't do it uh, wrestling with sin in our lives is too exhausting you know all of these things too tiresome to defeat because we just don't have the energy. But it's because our souls haven't been fed. Our souls haven't been lifted up. And I want to encourage all of you to really assess where you're at spiritually, where you're at in this uh, question of spiritual exhaustion. Are you really just exhausted spiritually? And if you are, then, then a couple things you can do. The first is, is to just close your eyes. And I mean, this is going to sound really silly, but just to sit in your chair. I know it's going to be hard not to fall asleep. <laughs> but sit in your chair and just meditate on what it means to be in the presence of Jesus. Being serious. Just, just close your eyes and meditate. Even if you never meditated, just think about an image of Christ, and what does it mean to be in his presence? And then second, if that doesn't work or you can't do that, then just find a Bible on your phone, on a computer, on a, in, a, in a book, and just open it up and read. I don't care what you read. Read the book of Psalms. Beautiful text. And then when you're done reading, just, again, back to the meditation part. Just let the words sink in. Don't try to... Don't try to decipher them. Don't try to take them apart. Just, just let them sink in. And then finally, if those two things don't work, something I always 
haven't done it in a while, but sometimes I would go to a park or to a pond or, or somewhere and just, just marvel at the beauty that was that God had created in front of me. I, you, you might think to yourself, well, man had a hand in this. No, God had created everything. And just just take in the beauty. Uh, go watch a sunset or, or watch the rainfall. We had a rainstorm here today in Northwest Ohio. And, uh, and just sit on your porch and watch the rain come down. Just sit and listen to the birds. There's, a, there's an owl somewhere. I can hear him. Just hear the crickets. And the birds chirping off in the distance. I hear someone's song. Just take those sounds in and then just give thanks to God. Give thanks to your Creator. And do this over and over again. This is not a one day thing, this is a constant thing. And what will happen? What will happen? What will occur? Is you'll begin to have some spiritual strength in church. It's going to take a long time sometimes, but it will happen. And, and you're going to need it when you face struggles in life. All of us go through it. All of us face some difficult thing. But if we can deploy these tactics, if we can work on that exhaustion that's in us, spiritually exhausted, well, then we'll be able to stand the face of all storms. We'll be able to face all sorts of things. But I want to encourage you in that. I want to encourage you to take those steps this week see how you do I hope that you accomplish a great deal restoring that energy and that passion to your spiritual lives just maybe experience the love of Christ all over I want to offer a prayer for this for this week I invite you to join with me now Lord be with you Loving Father, I just give thanks to you, Lord, for your son, Jesus. This is a prayer in his name for strength and endurance. The face of exhaustion. Lord, we all get tired. We all face wounds. Just being beaten down. But I know, Lord, that it is a defeat. Jesus, your son, we are restored. So, Lord, let us come to you and to your son and sit, find rest like Mary did. And in that rest, we will be restored and renewed to something new and beautiful. It is hard to take a pause, Lord, but we need it. We all do. So let us do it with more, more passion than ever before. Pour into us now, Almighty God. This is our prayer. In the beautiful name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. And so look at those things, friends. Look at how exhausted you might be. Sit at the foot of the cross like Mary. You'll find great strength. Great, great strength.
Thank you, friends, for joining with me tonight on the front porch. As you go into the night, may God bless each of you. May he hold you in the palm of his hands. And may you experience the love of Christ. Good night from the front porch, and I'll see you tomorrow.